All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Charger with your boy Chris. I'm Justin. And uh, today we're going to talk about a week one review. So the first week of the NFL season is in the books. has gone by, and we got a lot to talk about. Uh, but first we're going to talk about our fantasy matchups. Yeah. And first we're going to get into our friends league, the League of Nations. And we're going to talk about how our teams did and the matchups and everything. And then we're going to go into other leagues and stuff. And then we'll see uh, how we everyone played during their games and everything like that and what's to look forward for next week. Alright, so, guys, I did not do very well this week in League of Nations. My team underperformed. I, I don't know what to say. Um, I kind of got blown out, and I wasn't expecting it, but it's okay. So, uh, my boy had uh, Drew Brees on his side, and Drew Brees was in a kind of like a shootout. I don't know what type of game that really was, but... Uh, Breeze kind of underperformed to me. He only had 16 points, 160 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Kamara really went, did really well that game. So, um, but it's all real good. And then on the other side, I had Dak. He had 20 points, 266 yards, and a touchdown. I guess I was expecting better. I, I don't know. I know I know Ramsey was, was playing. You know, Donald was in his face a lot. And, you know, time of possession really went to the Rams. So I can understand, but he, he could have done better. Um, and he had Carson and, um, 21 yards and two reception touchdowns to, I believe he scored the two reception touchdowns in the first half. And that really, you know, got Carson, um, his lot of points, 24 points this week. Um, it was a shootout over there. I had a feeling Atlanta versus Seattle, Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan, that those two prolific offenses were going to go off, but Carson got the better of it and he got 24 points. Um, on the other side, I had Drake. He played San Fran. I really thought he was going to do a lot better, but, you know, Kyle was trying to find D-Hop a lot more. Really wasn't really looking for the run game towards until the end of the fourth quarter where I got a merely one-yard, you know, touchdown from Kenyon Drake that, you know, put up 14 points. So I was okay with that. And then a bad matchup that me and Chris called, played Nick Chubb against Baltimore and 60 yards, and he fumbled and only put up five points this week. I don't like how Nick Chubb played. I like how Kareem Hunt played because Kareem Hunt actually outplayed him for snaps and um, carries. So five points, not good for Nick Chubb. However, on the other side, you know, I thought that because Miles Sanders was out, you know, Boston Scott would come in. He came off a 35-point game week 17, and, you know, I thought he would have done okay against Washington. Yes, Washington's D-line looks better, but um, he, d he just did not perform at all for me. 35 yards, six points. I can't believe you outplayed Chubb, but yeah. All right, getting into our wide receivers. This is where I really got shitted on, basically. Uh, Julio Jones went off, nine receptions, 157 yards, and 24 points. I'm not surprised about that at all. I knew he was going to put up 20-plus. Um, on the other side, I had Godwin. Um, Evans struggled a lot during the game, and you know he was held to one reception, two yards, and a touchdown, and that was towards fourth quarter. So Godwin was the main guy. Other than Scotty Miller, who apparently Tom Brady likes a lot now. Um, Godwin still led the team in targets, and he had six receptions for 79 yards. No touchdowns, 13 points. So not a high game for Godwin. Expected a little more, but in that new offense, it's going to be a little different this year. All right, this is where I, this is where his most of his points came out of. Devontae Adams, team of the week in Madden this, this week. Um, 14 receptions, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, he... 41 points. I, I, I can't do anything about that. 
he was he got targeted I think 17 no 17 19 times I don't even know how many but Aaron Rodgers was finding him all over the field and you know Devontae Adams is a great receiver I said in my wide receiver rankings that Devontae Adams could be the one this year possibly because you know MT's out now so we can get a good gain on him so I think Devontae Adams is a great receiver and um he just played a really good game against those young uh, Minnesota cornerbacks. Um, on the other side, I had Cooper Cup. He, he, that offense is so different this year. They like to run a lot of two wide receiver sets, two tight end sets, and you know they fed Malcolm Brown, that committee of running backs. And Robert Woods got the best out of uh, the passing game because I guess he was finding him more on wide receiver screens, you know, posts and stuff like that. And yeah, Cooper Cup got his catches, but nothing real crazy. He pulled up only eight points, four receptions, 40 yards. Was not very impressed with Cooper Cup's performance for my team. Definitely not. Um, a pretty surprising fact to me, uh, Hunter Henry, I guess he had a good matchup because he put up five receptions, 73 yards, and 12 points. It's not bad for a tight end. He outperformed my guy, Darren Waller, who I thought was going to do very impressive against the Carolina linebackers. They're not as good as everyone thinks they are and you know they still shit at the bed against you know Josh Jacobs they could not contain Josh Jacobs this week and Darren Waller didn't really you know he led the team in targets which is cool for next week that I, that I can build up on but Darren Waller six receptions 45 yards only 10 points um his flex uh he had Allen Robinson um in Detroit it was a great play for him Akuda wasn't playing and uh he ta he uh, he tallied five receptions 74 yards and 12 points so that was good for Robinson I had him in another league so not as crazy for Robinson as I was expecting maybe a 20 point game 16 point game but 12 points all right, I guess it was decent um on my side I, I don't know just not a really good week for my guys AJ Brown five receptions 39 yards um it was a really big Corey Davis day uh Derrick Henry was getting fed 31 carries so I mean couldn't really do anything in the passing game. However, the bright spot for that passing offense was Corey Davis this week. And with, you know, I think he had seven receptions, 121 yards or something like that. And, you know, I was expecting more out of A.G. Brown. Towards the second half, they started throwing it, throwing it to him more. They uh, split targets. I think it was like eight and eight. But uh, I'm looking for more out of A.J. Brown against Jacksonville next week. But uh, only eight points this week. Not very good. He had a great matchup with defense. Uh, 10 points for Buffalo uh, after they, you know, shit on the Jets because the Jets suck. So, and then on the <laughs> other side, I had San Fran and Kyle Murray kind of ripped that uh, that defense apart little by little. And uh, it only one interception is 24 uh, points allowed and only one point. He had Greg, four, and Harrison Bucker put up 10 in the Thursday night game. So, on the bench, uh, my only bright spot really was uh, Tannehill, 21 points. I heard that Tannehill's now considered a fantasy relevant quarterback so that's nice to have as a backup just in case Dak gets hurt um Madison kind of impressed me with only 19 snaps uh he got 12 points on six carries for 50 yards that was pretty tough and uh that'd be looked forward to just in case every time Dalvin Cook goes down I don't know what's gonna happen it's nice to have him as a backup uh what a bright spot for Ronald Jones uh he took most of the carries I mean 17 carries 66 yards yes it wasn't impressive he only put up nine points but I like how Tom Brady's going to feed him more. And I know Fournette's going to inch his way into his carries. But uh, Ronald Jones looks like the main back right now in Tampa. And then um, Judy. Oof, Judy, man. He uh, he had, he led the team in targets. But, you know, Sutton's not there. KJ wasn't healthy. Nine points, four receptions, 56 yards. I expected a little bit more out of him. Two drops already. He needs to chill with those because that is not going to do well for fantasy. But, you know... 
I heard that Judy's looking for a comeback game, so possibly might start him next week. But yeah, final score, 148 to 90. I got blown out. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so Justin K up short, Elite Nations. I had a pretty good week. I ended up winning. Pretty good week. Fucking boomed. <clears throat> so um, our matchup started last Thursday with the KC-Houston um, game. And uh, I was coming in with Sean Watson and Will Fuller. And he wasn't going to like have his way into that game. But I don't know. I guess he felt risky and everything. He started Miko Hardman, who only put up one point. So that was his flex this week. So I was feeling pretty confident as uh, Will Fuller had a great game. He had eight catches, 112 yards for 19 points. And I was feeling that. It was a rough game for Watson at first. First three quarters, he really didn't have a lot of points. And then he started to cook up in the fourth. He ended up with 22, which is an okay start for Watson. I thought it was uh, like doable to like win the week with. So I was pretty happy. So I was going into Sunday feeling good about my matchup. All right, so he had uh, Kyler versus... Um, San Fran, and he did pretty good. He put up 28 points. He did pretty solid. Uh, he looks really good. Um, so he ended up winning a quarterback. Uh, let's just get to the running back. So I had Dalvin Cook at 1 o'clock. He uh, didn't really impress me that much. It just felt like a normal Dalvin Cook day. He had two touchdowns, though. Uh, I mean, they were losing. If they were winning that game, he would have had better stats. I'm okay with it. I wasn't wowed about my running backs this week. Derrick Henry had... 116 yards rushing against Denver, and uh, eh, like face Jacksonville next week. I think he's gonna have a huge day next week, so I'm I'm okay with that. Um, he had Zeke and Aaron Jones, who both did good. Zeke had two touchdowns, 96 yards rushing with 27 points, and we expect that from Zeke. I wasn't uh like too scared about that. Uh, Aaron Jones put up 17, solid game against Minnesota. Uh, that was sort of like a blowout, and he um, he did pretty good. It, it it was sort of like split snaps with uh, Jamal Williams, but he still ended up with 17. So um, get to the receivers. I already played Fuller. He already played Hardman. So he had DK Metcalf and Keenan Allen as the other two receivers, and DK had a solid day. He had that uh, nice like 40-yard touchdown, so he had 19 points. Solid game from him. Keenan Allen didn't really do that good with his first game with Tyrod Taylor. He had four catches for 37 yards. That's really bad for a matchup. And uh, I had Tyrod Lockett and Calvin Ridley, who both did pretty solid. Lockett, uh, unlike Metcalf, did not score, but he still had eight eight catches for 92 yards, which is a solid game from Lockett. Like, uh, you, you can't deny that connection with Russell Wilson. And then Calvin Ridley went off against Seattle in that same game. He had nine catches, 130 yards, and two touchdowns for 34 points. And that that was one of the things that I was very happy about because Ridley is my guy for 2020. And I was pretty happy about that. Everything else, I was pretty... I, I wasn't really that wowed about. Tight end matchup, I had Ertz. He, uh, he had three catches for 18 yards and touchdown against Washington. Uh, Washington did give up a lot of points. He's got Dallas Goddard, but Ertz had that early touchdown and I, I was pretty happy about it. He had Kittle who got hurt uh, mid-game against Cardinals. And I'm not sure if he's playing next week or whatever, but he only finished with eight points. He did finish the game, but they did not throw his way. They didn't want to get him involved uh, like after the catch and everything with his injury uh, thing. He beat me in defense. Uh, New England put up 12. Philly put up 5. And kicker split at 10. Uh, I won 154 to 129. Uh, like I wasn't that wowed other than Ridley. 
And uh, on the bench, I had J.K. Dobbins, who also wowed me. Those two were two of my like bright spots of this week. I was pretty happy about it. Uh, everything else I was just like satisfied with. Um, Anthony Miller scored for me. He had 17 points. He looks good. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders also scored for me. So my, both my bench receivers got in the end zone this week. So I was pretty happy about that. I got to see Melvin Gordon play his first game with Tennessee. He had 14 points. Uh, did pretty solid. He would have had 16 if he didn't get stripped at one point. And yeah, um, he had Rodgers who went off, but it wouldn't have saved him at all. I, I won this matchup without even needing Derrick Henry to play. So uh, it, it was sort of like an easy week. And if he didn't start Hardman, I probably would have been a little bit more, more worried. This was one of my matchups that I was uh, kind of worried about my first uh, few weeks. But ended up uh, securing the victory. I scored the most points in the league, but it wasn't a crazy week for me, I think. Because my running backs underperformed to my standards. But I'm pretty happy about it because like, you can't complain going 1-0. So, um, that was our League of Nations talk. Yeah, uh, uh, one thing I want to add about League of Nations and, you know, week one in just general. Um, I don't trust anything after week one. It's just our basic, uh, there was no preseason. It's just our basic look at what the offenses are looking like this year. Um, he, he, um, Chris was satisfied with his team. His team played pretty well for uh, fantasy uh, value. Um, my team didn't underperformed. I have a feeling that my team is going to do better in the future. I'm going to get lucky at some point, so I'm not sleeping on any of my guys. My guys still look good. They're fine. They Some of them led in targets, so I'm okay with my League of Nations team. All right, so we're going to jump to the uh, Clown Chat Classic uh, League. Um, Chris, you want to go first? All right, um, so I, I won again in this league. Um, I also put up 150. I ended up winning 150 to 110 against this kid, Trevor. And uh, I'm just going to talk about Josh Jacobs, baby. Uh, my my first my first round pick. Um, I was very happy about the three-touchdown game he had against Carolina. He outperformed McCaffrey. He's the running back one going into week two. I was very happy about that. I also had Lamar Jackson, who had 33 points. And that's just like Lamar Jackson versus Cleveland. Like You're going to expect something like that. I also had Mark Andrews, who had two touchdowns in that game, 22 points. Pretty nice. Uh, I didn't have the best game from uh, T.Y. Hilton, but I also did not need it. He faces uh, Minnesota next week, which is a good matchup. We saw Devontae Adams tear them up, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Jarvis Landry also had 11. I mean, they weren't big games, but it didn't really matter towards the matchup. Aaron Jones I also had. We talked about him in my last matchup. He had a solid game at 17 points. Uh, Buffalo defense, who put up 10 points, and Bucker put up 10. He had a shit week. He started a kicker that doesn't play on the team. He started Hauschka. For Buffalo, he wasn't. He's not rostered on any team, so he's got to be on that. <laughs> he had Brady and Gronk. Uh, Brady only had twenty four. I uh, didn't have the best game. Two picks. Um, not 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 bad. Quarterback scoring is a little different in this league. Uh, I think if you have a three hundred yard day, you get extra points uh, and all that. Mm-hmm. But so he he got a little soft spot with that Brady play. Uh, Gronk only had three points. Gronk sunk Gronk. against against the. Um, Gronk doesn't look good against the Saints. He'll have a comeback game, but we we told you guys to stay away from Gronk. Hope you guys listen. Another guy we also told you guys to stay away from is Odell Beckham. Now he faced the Baltimore defense and they locked him up, but he also has a shit quarterback. Yo, like yeah, Baker Mayfield yeah. stinks. Baker did not look good. Now, 
I did uh, list the Browns as a team that needed the preseason, and I knew that, and I knew they were going to get smoked because they got a new offensive coordinator. It's a whole new offense everything. But still, man, Odell still did not perform. I know it's a horrible matchup, but I don't know, man. I don't think he's worth it in any league, man. He had Adam Thielen, who boomed, 34 points, did not matter. He had Derrick Henry, 19 points, did not matter. Kenyon Drake, you talked about on the other one, still did not matter. I blew him out. I'm pretty happy about this league. Um, I also have Jonathan Taylor off the bench. I drafted him like the fifth round as my third running back. So I love oh, my running. Look good. I love my running backs in this league. JT looks great, and he's a starter now after Marlon Max injury. So yeah, yo, JT running back two flex status right now. Look at JT. Once I heard about the Achilles injury, I tweeted it out. JT up next. <laughs> so check out our Twitter. Yeah, definitely do that. Um. So yeah, I got I got a sick running back trio in this league. So I'm pretty happy about it. I also had Deontay Johnson who did okay. Kirk did ass, but he's gonna have a boom week sometime. Uh, Preston Williams had a bad matchup against New England, and I had Monty, who got like seventeen carries, sixty-four yards, eh, whatever. Solid week in that in that um in that league. So with mine, I think I versed probably one of it looked like one of the best teams in the league from on paper to start off week one. Um, however, it wasn't a crazy blowout. I still lost, but uh, let's get into these quarterback matchups. Uh, I had Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray went off, and like I, like you said, if you put up a good amount of points, a good amount of yards in this league, you get extra. So I put up 28.3 with Kyler. On the other side, though, he had Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson tore up the Atlanta secondary. They did not look good. AJ Terrell was getting beat. Um, Keanu Neal was not getting all his tackles. Um, it was just not a good game for Atlanta. Russell tear it up and he put up forty two, so that's a ten point difference right there. I had Zeke. Zeke was a big bright spot. I loved having uh, Zeke put up uh, twenty seven points. I really thought that would help against McCaffrey, but you know McCaffrey's McCaffrey, and even with not even the best game for McCaffrey, still put up twenty eight points. So pretty even there. Uh, then the second running back matchups. I had no Sanders. I really wanted Sanders to play this week. I think it could have made a big difference, but I had to start Cam Akers. Um, Cam Akers does not look like the starting running back. Uh, Dallas was keeping him in check, and it was really going all to Malcolm Brown. Um, however, I do feel in the future Cam Akers is going to outplay Brown. I think Brown is going to underperform eventually, and Cam Akers is going to start. But to start off his first NFL uh, season, not very well. Good. 39 yards, 5.3 yards. On the other side, like I said, Chubb sucked, so it kind of evened out. Uh, wide receivers... And Allen Robinson, I already talked about him. He only put up 12 points, so nothing crazy. Kind of hurt me in this league more than uh, League of Nations. But um, And then he had Amari Cooper. Now, Amari Cooper was playing on Ramsey, but you know he was f- moving around the field, and Ramsey wasn't following him as much. And Amari Cooper got 10 receptions and 81 yards. I'm pretty sure he got some garbage yards towards the end, like garbage catches towards the end of the game, which helped him out. So uh, 18 points for Amari Cooper. Um, pretty good game against Ramsey, I guess, and against the Rams. So uh, then for my second uh, wide receiver, it's kind of evened out both of us. I Keenan Allen, he shit the bed seven points. Was not impressed at all with Tyrod to Keenan connection. Did not look good. Um, on the other side, he had Cooper Cup. We already talked about him, League of Nations. Uh, only eight points, so that evened out. Um Tight end, I beat him by only like three points. Kittle got injured early, and you know he didn't, you know he didn't play as well, and only put up nine points, four receptions, forty-four yards. 
Um, I'm hoping that Kittle gets healthy soon. Don't know if he's playing this week. He's not even practicing this week, but hopefully he'll play for Sunday. Don't know. Could really use him against that those that Jets defense who does not look good at all. And um, but yeah, only nine points. On the other side, he had Gesicki. Um, nothing crazy for Miami at all this week. Uh, both the Parker got hurt. Um, Fitz looked like trash. I mean, I. Jesus Christ, he looks awful. They got to put two in soon. Fitz did not look good. I mean, New England is New England and Bill Belichick, you know, Bill Belichick defense. So, I mean, six points still out of Gesicki. Didn't look very good this this week. Um, uh, My defense, however, played very good. I'm very impressed with the Pittsburgh defense. They shitted on Saquon Barkley. They made him look like, a, 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 you know, I don't even know, man. He, he just did not look good this week. Um, Passing defense-wise, they did okay. Um... Um, Daniel Jones did dot up a little bit. Um, I was impressed with how they played against Pittsburgh's uh, defense, but Pittsburgh still got two interceptions uh, and they got 10 points. On the other side, he had Indy. Jacksonville really outplayed uh, Indy this week, which was really surprising to me because I think Jacksonville is a bottom low tier team. That's why I feel like week one doesn't matter with all these teams that are winning that won this week and you know weren't supposed to in my eyes, but uh, six points out of Indy. And then Zane put up six for uh, my kicker and he had Tucker with nine so the big you know the big uh I guess difference was uh Russell Wilson and uh Mari Cooper because he uh evened out with me and everything else and yeah that was it on my bench like I said Sanders out so he didn't play I have Judy you know Judy's week one game wasn't that good but uh I'm hoping he does better next week Justin Jefferson did not uh, get enough targets. He only got three targets, caught two of his three targets. Uh, Kirk Cousins does not seem like he has a better connection with him right now. But Justin Jefferson still has high value. I think he could do very well towards the end of the season or, you know, in the future. Uh, only four points out of him. Madison with 12. And then Drew Locke, you know, he, he cool backup, only 15 points. So I lost 123.88 to 106.6. Good week for my boy, uh, Brian. Nothing wowed me in this matchup at all. But uh, hoping for a better week next week. So yeah, that basically um, uh, wraps up this Clown Check Classic. I'm expecting a lot more out of both my teams, League of Nations and Clown Check Classic, uh, next week. So we're going to get into our uh, our own league, the Pigskin Junkies League, where we face a bunch of other fancy guys on Instagram and podcast guys. We ended up playing against... Um, the fantasy football report this week. And Probably one of the best teams on paper. Yeah, yeah. Going into this week, we were kind of worried because he he had, he has a great team. Um, we ended up winning by seven. It was a close game, but I'm just happy we ended up with that W. And uh, like, let's see. He had Russell Wilson who had 34. Uh, Josh Allen we had really had nice 30. Josh Allen. I had Thank a feeling God. that he was gonna uh, boom this week against those Jets defense. So. Really nice game for Josh Allen. I like hey, man, that. if he stunk, we would have lost. Yeah. So, like, I'm okay with it. Yep. Uh, he had David Cook with 22. Uh, we matched out with Chris Carson with 24. He had Austin Eckler, who did not get a lot of targets at all in that first game. And they really have to work around Eckler. That's why it was such a close game. They did not use him that well at all. Mm-hmm. Only put up nine points, and that's very that's very lacking for a second-round pick and a against back Cincinnati. One. Josh too. Kelly was getting into his carries, too. So. Yeah, Josh Kelly looks good. So we also had Saquon Barkley versus Steelers, and thank God he could pass the ball because he stunk in the run game, but mm-hmm. ended up with 12 points. We knew it wasn't a good matchup, but we got him for the rest of the season. He's going to do great. 
uh, receivers, uh, they all like shit the bed on both sides. Yeah, everything else everything basically else shit like the bed from both single, sides. Yeah, except Diggs, but yeah. So he had Odell, Devontae Parker, and Diggs. Uh, Odell and Devontae Parker combined for 13 points, which stunk. And then Diggs at 16, solid first game with Allen versus bad Jets defense. I, I like. I wouldn't be surprised. Diggs looked good. Uh, we had to we had to not play Galladay this week because he was out. Yeah. Hopefully he plays next week for us, but it's okay. We had Keenan Allen with seven sucked. Um, AJ Brown could have done better. He had eight. Um, we we got we got in the future. Yeah. Uh, tight end matchup. Oh, oh we also played Judy in his yeah. first game. We had to, and I was pretty I was pretty confident. It doesn't matter. I was too. Him and AJ Brown still pulled out the dub for us, but I was expecting more for the first game. But it's fine. We're gonna see it over the season. First game, uh, Hurts not having Galladay, but it's okay. We had Hayden Hurst versus George Kittle. Kittle got hurt; he only had eight. Hurst will have better days; he had six, which is okay. I think he's gonna get more targets next week. I really do. We I think, won yeah. this matchup because of our defense. He played Chicago, put up zero, and Buffalo put up ten. That's what probably won us this week. We also played Josh Lambo, who's the number one kicker right now, versus Tucker, and we won that one too. So we won by seven. GG's football report. On to the next. Uh, bright spots on the bench. Uh, Edelman will go with Cam. Uh, Jared Cook had a solid game too. Uh, he didn't play Crowder. Thank God, probably would have beaten us. Yeah. Definitely would have. But like, I I wouldn't start. Yeah, I wasn't starting. I wasn't Crowder, gonna start no. Crowder over the guys he had. Uh, and yeah, that about wraps it up for this league. Yeah, wasn't anything, nothing really crazy in this league. No, nothing at all. Face armchair fantasy football next week. They're about to get clapped. <laughs> now we're gonna talk about uh my family league. Like, it's, like, a personal league. We got a bunch of um, my, like, uncles and cousins and wow, brothers in it. was a close game. I didn't see this. And it was a close game. So, um, Santino, the, bi- wow. the, the big difference in this game was quarterback play, I think. I think Dak Prescott really shit the bed against mm-hmm. playing someone like Russell Wilson while they're both being drafted around the same time. Maybe Russ being drafted a little, a little bit higher. higher. I would say he's being drafted a little but bit Dak higher. Dak should have played a little Wilson with the MVP out there, he had almost a perfect passer rating with four touchdowns, and Dak only had one touchdown, and it really hurt us. So we almost lost this week because of Dak's bad play, but our running backs look great. We had Josh Jacobs and David Johnson. Jacobs obviously performed. He put up 36 points in this league, um, and David Johnson put up 20. We like Johnson. We like what we saw. We like we we really like what we saw from him. Uh, he had Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones, which is a very good duo as well. If Kamara had that extra touchdown, he probably would have beaten us. Yeah, it was it was closer than we thought. It was closer yeah. than we thought, but he still had a good game out of him. Twenty four. Aaron Jones, we talked about multiple times. Put up a good game. Uh, he had Amari Cooper who outplayed Godwin. Uh, he had eighteen. Godwin only had fourteen. McLaurin outplayed Judy uh, by two points. Waller. He played Taysom Hill, who put up five points, bro. Yeah, man. If he had a better tight end, we, we could have Hey, he picked up Goddard. You know what was scaring me, though? Taysom Hill was throwing passes. He was getting them receptions. I mean, and a deep, like, re- I don't know. I'm not still, nah, start, nah, still not starting nah, Taysom Hill. Get out of but, yeah. I mean, he could get lucky with a <laughs> touchdown once in a while, though. I wouldn't be surprised. All right. So, we had Darren Waller put up 10, 10 and a half. Uh, you had Sterling Shepard, who put up 10.7 versus the Steelers. And Cooper Cup shit the bed as well. Mm-hmm. Eh, bright spot. Baltimore, uh, Baltimore defense. defense went off, 12 points. I expect that weekly, hopefully, with a good matchup. His, he played Seattle, put up zero because Matt Ryan tore them up. Uh, he beat us at kicker. Boswell did better than Zerlin. And I was expecting Zerlin to do more, but it's okay. 
better days will come. Mm-hmm. Uh, bright spots on the bench. We had a few. We had a few. Johnny Smith looked good as a backup tight end. He put up 13.6 points. He actually cool. outscored Waller this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, our running back three or four on this team. And Mr. A.J. Green is back. Not yeah. going to lie. He looked he looked good with Burrow. Um, uh, he looks healthy. He's making his. He's running his routes. I mean, there's still connection issues. You can see. I remember I saw one play where AJ Green ran a streak and Joe Burrow just overthrew him. But um, if they can uh, get connected on Thursday night football, we all know what AJ Green does on Thursday night football. So, yes, sir. So what I really loved about our running backs this week is that we had like six touchdowns with three players yeah. like combined mm-hmm. with Dobbins having two Jacobs having three and Johnson having one I like that I, I like uh, running backs in the end zone I, lo- I loved what I saw from J.K. Dobbins this week he's getting them goal line carries and shit uh it's it's sort of like split with him and Ingram and then you're gonna see a little bit of Gus Edwards here and there but I feel like it's it was only week one they really like Dobbins uh they were talking about him a lot in post game offense is perfect freaking amazing they're they're yeah. doing very well moving their wide receivers around lamar looks very good bright spot is hollywood brown right now so it's going to be an interesting offense they're still really uh looking at the run mark andrews looked very good this week with that yeah. one handy catch um in this league so we won and we won 131 to 127.2 it's a close game he would have won if he played darius Slayton over yeah, Stone yeah Shepherd. yeah i know but hey, I'll take it, bro. I'll, we, take, I'll we, take we the put dub. up one thirty one versus one twenty seven. That was the closest game I had all week. But I'm happy we got the win. On to the next. Um, one. I uh, just want to talk about my league. Um, I just really like the score. It was a really close uh game, uh, in this league. Oh wait, never mind. I can't look from this. This is your account. You could go in. Yeah. So so um, as we were doing in the last episode for the week one preview. Uh, right after the podcast ended, Justin had to go right into a draft, and it is for his work league. Uh, is uh, my his... yeah, all my coworkers and my boss and everything like that. And I was versing my boy uh, TJ Fisher, and TJ gave me a run for my money. I thought I had a thought I had an easy blowout, but uh, he, he his team gave me, definitely gave me a run for his money. He had good matchups this week, so it was a very Holy close shit. game. Holy shit! And so. Yeah, so he had Josh Allen. He he really did very well. 28.18. I had Russell Wilson on the other side, 31.78. He had Josh Jacobs, who went off, 35.9. I had Dalvin Cook, 21.8. James Conner is what shit the bed for him, 3.7. And then, you know, he got injured, and that was it. That's that's pretty the big reason why I won. Um, It was uh, Conner versus Tennessee towards the end, Tennessee's defense towards the end, and I was pretty fucking scared. But um, then I had Johnson with 20, so like that was good. Tyree Kill score, 15.6. Julio Jones, 24.7. Big uh, big play for me. Uh, Robert Woods. Robert Woods played very well. Six receptions, 105 yards, 17 points. So his wide rec- two uh, wide receiver duo played well, better than mine. Uh, Cooper Cup, eight points. Shit the bed. Hayne Hurst, though, he didn't have a very good game. Needed to Kittle. So 6.8 to 9.3. Terry McLaurin only had 11. Darren Waller only had 10 because I played Waller in my flex. I really liked it this year, uh, this week. It was pretty interesting. And then uh, Baltimore defense did very well for him. Gave him a lot of points, 12 points. And Tennessee, man, it was scary. It was getting scary towards the ending. It was, uh, I only got three points out of Tennessee this week. And I'm happy they got three and not one because I would have lost. Um, Zane put up six and then Young Hoo Koo, man. Don't sleep on Koo. He looks good. Nine for, uh, two for two, uh, 
and uh, nine points. So the final score was me, 137.98, to TJ, 137.18. So it was a very close game. Uh, bright spots on my uh, bench. Edelman got 13 points, looked good. Dobbins looks good, 14.2. Zach Moss got in the end zone. I like Zach Moss this year. They still um, split carries, though, him and Singletary, so don't know what to do with that yet. But uh, Zach Moss, 11. And my boy, who I picked up at the last second, I really like him. I liked him out of Iowa State. I think he's going to be good this year with Aaron Rodgers if Devontae Adams starts getting double covered. Alan Lazard looks really good. He's got four receptions, 63 yards, and a touchdown with 18 points. So pick up Alan Lazard in your waiver wire. Yeah, all three uh, Green Bay receivers scored scandaling. Uh, Adams scored twice, and Lazard got in the end zone. Pretty good. So uh, now, since we went over all the matchups, like, damn, you actually really won by point eight. That That's how close it could really be. You know what I mean? Any week, you know, any week. Well, it depends on what league you are. We're In our League of Nations team, we play by roundup. We play by roundup of five to ten. So whenever that happens, you get to a, an extra point, a whole point. In this league, though, it's by yard. So I just got an extra couple yards, and I won the game. So I was happy. So we're going to talk about some players that impressed, some players that sucked. It's just week one, but we're going we're gonna to talk about some guys that we were impressed with. Uh, Josh Jacobs went insane. Uh, three touchdowns. That's um, He's on pace to destroy his touchdowns from last yeah. year. I believe he had seven or eight. I don't, I don't remember exactly, So he looks good. He looked really good against Carolina. Uh, another guy that did really good was Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams looks amazing. Another guy that I'm really looking forward to see this year, DeAndre Hopkins. We have not talked about him all day. good with Tyler. Now, going into the season with my YRCU rankings, I had Michael Thomas coming as the one, and now he's out for a couple of weeks. It's going to hurt him his final total. And what I saw from DeAndre Hopkins, from Kyler Murray... I'm really impressed. I think he's going to be the one this year. And I feel like two or three is probably going to end up being like Adams or Jones. Yeah. So it's I, it's going to fluctuate during the season, I think. I don't think there's going to be a bright one all through the season. Listen, once MT comes back, he's going to have a say in that. So, yeah, um, that's facts. But, however, um, it's either, in my opinion right now, the one after week one is going to be Devontae or D-Hop. Julio right behind them and then MT, you know, looking forward towards it. So I think we just just to add on about that uh, for some receivers. I think the top ten is gonna look a lot different from last year. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Michael Thomas is probably gonna make the top ten. It depends how long he's out. Like if he if, several if, weeks. If, so he, if he if he doesn't come back till like week <coughs> seven, that's gonna be a hard. He's gonna have to go insane every go week. Insane, yeah. So I think I think Diop's gonna be the top dog. I think. Julio's probably going to beat out Adams, but it, they're probably going to be the top three. That's what I think. And I think Godwin or Evans is going to fall out of the top ten. There is a chance. I and think that offense, Don Brady is not Jameis Winston who throws the ball a lot. So Someone's yeah. going to take the hurt out of that. It might, it might, I think, I'm hoping it's not Godwin. I hope it's Evans. I but. think... I think one of the... I, th- I, I, I bet one of them will not be top ten. And maybe both of them won't be. But I, I highly doubt it because of the ta- talent and everything. But, like, they're going to be so conservative this year. They're not going to throw the ball like crazy. They're going to have some boom weeks, both of them. Oh, yeah. But I think I'm, I'm both, ho- I think one of them is not going to make top ten. I'm, I think both of them might yeah. not. I'm just hoping that um, 
Godwin stays consistent. You know, six receptions, 79 yards. That's fine. Like, I'm okay with that for right now. But, like, I know he's going to have some boom weeks, and Evans is going to have some boom weeks, but I'm hoping that Godwin stays consistent even when Mike Evans has his boom weeks. So this would so. shake up the top 10 rankings at the end of the year. I think a lot of guys are going to squeeze in. I think Tyree Kill could finish top three. I think, uh, un, uh, like, top unsung three, heroes could, could finish in the top 10. You think Tyree Kill finish, Tyree Kill finish, top, finish top, three. top three? Yeah, definitely. Um... I think like, people could slip in could be like like DK, Dylan, nah, D- DK's not gonna be top ten. You don't 10. think DK no, could flip in the top no, ten? No, no? no. I think no. he could. I think, I think no. What I, I saw at so. DK, I know four receptions, ninety five yards, but like it looks like Russell Wilson's targeting him a lot, and he says that he's going to be one of the best uh, players in the NFL, and he's looked like he did good week one. So if DK still starts playing top fifteen, top ten could be for DK. Same thing with Ridley, and I feel the same thing for Thielen. I think yeah, I think um. Yo, yo, DK would have had a crazy game if he didn't drop that touchdown before he had the, his actual touchdown. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I think the YC rankings would be very shaken up. You could see, like, a DJ Moore slip in there. You, you could see a Calvin Ridley slip in there. You could see, I, I, I'm confident Adam Thielen will be top 10, too. It's going to be a very interesting year. It does not look like yeah. the same, and Chris keeps emphasizing it every week, every day, player progression. So a lot of these players are in their second, third years, and they're – Time to come crazy. All right. So next, I'm gonna talk about some people that sucked. Um, oh, I, I, I'm gonna talk about James Conner, but it's not like, like it's it's not like substantially that like he sucked when he was playing. Like, like it just he got hurt in like the third quarter mm-hmm. or the second quarter, and he was just done for the game. Benny Snell came in there and did his thing. I feel like Conner would have done the same thing if he was playing, but he's hurt. He's 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 questionable for next week. But that was an L for Connor owners, and it hurts. Another big L, Michael Thomas, a first-round pick in every league. Went down for a couple weeks. You had to have that receiver depth, yo. Like, we were praising all offseason, have that depth, yo. It's a COVID year. Now, we have not seen any COVID-related cases cases yet. Knock on wood. But please MC, no. Yeah. Please no. But we were stressing depth. You needed depth. Now, an empty owner should have receiver depth, hopefully. And I don't know. It's a tough position for those guys. It's gonna be a rough couple of weeks without him. But another guy that sucked was Mike Evans. But like we kind of expected that. I didn't versus like, you know, versus Lattimore. Yeah, I told you Lattimore you know locks mean? up. Lattimore locks up, and you could see that Evans was getting mad, frustrated with Lattimore yeah, when they he was fought. locking him they up. Fought. They were fighting, and I told you Evans is not a good play against the Saints. I always say that. I think Godwin's going, you know, play well. Next week, though, it could be a little different. Godwin might not play, and Evans is playing that ugly secondary in Carolina, so Evans might have a boom week. Yeah. So who knows? But, um, but yeah, uh, people I want to talk about who really shit the bed, uh, Cooper Cup. I really have big expectations for Cooper Cup this season. Not a lot of people do. A lot of people don't like the way that Cooper Cup is going to play in this uh, type of offense that they're running right now. And Robert Woods got the most of it. I think that there is a chance that Cooper Cup does well, you know, in the future, he's going to probably outplay Robert Woods in a, a couple of games, so, but it's going to be pretty even, I'm thinking Robert Woods does look good this year, it's not like he's going to suck, like, like, beginning of uh, last year, but, um, yeah, Cooper Cup did not do very well this week, um, another guy I want to talk about is, uh, A.J. Brown, uh, A.J. Brown, also very big at, on him, before the drafts and everything like that, and I was expecting something to do 
really well for him, especially in Denver. AJ Boye, not gonna lie, AJ Boye locked him up until he got hurt, and that's when AJ started to get his uh his receptions. But AJ did very well against him, and um, I'm expecting a lot more out of AJ Brown. I did, however, see the play that I like that the Titans run. It's called the Yankee. They ran it a lot, but opposite of what I wanted. They ran Corey Davis, Corey Davis in the middle, <laughs> and they threw A.J. Brown on a streak, and that gave Corey Davis all his middle zone to um, catch uh, Yak, you know? He impressed me. Though. Yeah, he, he did He did well. He, I mean, tested catches. Bro. He, just, he just lost his fifth-year option. They will not sign him. They did not want to extend him for a fifth-year option. So he's playing right now for a, a contract year, hopefully for Corey Davis. Um, so maybe he could do well this year. I don't know. I still, I'm still big on A.J. Brown, but, yeah, he shit the bed. Another guy who shit the bed, uh, Nick Chubb. We told you guys to stay the fuck away from him. Nick Chubb as Kareem Hunt outplayed him. It's he, all right. They're gonna. They're gonna. He's gonna have his week. He's gonna have a week where he does really good. He's gonna. He's. I think Kareem Hunt might. He's probably gonna finish in front of him. But I feel like they're both gonna be top thirty. I don't think they're gonna be any. I don't think they're gonna be top twenty either though. And you guys drafted him in the fucking second third round, and we said. Not two. I'm not going to throw Chubb under the bus yet. It's only week one. However, if they keep splitting carries and Kareem Hunt's getting the PPR reception, especially in PPR leagues, Chubb is not going to fare well in that team. Oh, a bright spot, uh, kind of. It's a committee in San Fran, but Mostert got the best out of it with that uh, catch for a touchdown. I so, think I think Mostert's a sell after week one. I think yeah, no, I think you sell, high on, sell high on sell high on Mostert. Um, you can sell high on David Johnson if you don't want him to want to keep. Sell him. high on Chris he's, Carson. He's not gonna have a game like that probably for a few more weeks. So, yeah, it's gonna it's it was pretty interesting this week. Um, I mean, Crowder boomed. I did not expect Crowder Robbie to boom. Anderson boomed. I mean, Robbie yeah. Anderson boomed. Oh, DJ uh, Moore sucked. That's DJ, oh, yeah, one. DJ Moore, man. He only got, like, 15% of targets, I believe. Mm-hmm. But brighter games will come. I trust DJ Moore. I think he's going to be pretty solid. But, like, like, like if, if you see that out of Robbie Anderson, like a big game like that, you can see that DJ Moore. You know what I mean? Like, they're throwing it pretty well. Teddy looked pretty good. They did not end up winning. The Vegas offense looks pretty solid. I think it's a slept on team this year. I think they could probably go seven and nine, maybe. But I mean, the um, Raiders did look good this year. I I have big I have big expectations for Henry Ruggs this year. It's good coaching too. It is. They good they get their guys too in the draft. No, they, get they, their guys. they do. It's going to be a very interesting year. A lot of committees. Uh, it's very interesting with sp- also splitting and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a weird year for fantasy. One more thing I want to emphasize about Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt that I did not mention. Um, while, like, I, I, I believe history repeats itself in a scary way. And since Kareem Hunt started playing with Nick Chubb from that week on last season, Chubb finished running back 23, Hunt finished running back 26. It was very close, and I feel like they're going to land the same at the end. I think it's a huge bust. And taking in Nick Chubb in the early round picks. Some people took him as a, as, as their one. And, like, you got, you got to tune into the fantasy charger because yeah. we know what's up. We know, a I lot mean, of things are going our way. We speak things into existence. I talking about a lot, lot of things, and Josh a, lot of, a lot of things didn't go my way this week, but a lot of things did go uh, Chris's way. Um, Chris looking to stay consistent. Me just looking to, you know... Get a win. I I need I need some wins on my on my uh, money leagues because 
did not look good this week. I'm hoping, you know, they, out, they outperform other receivers next week. I have good matchups next week, and it's going to be interesting. Yeah. One more thing I want to talk about is obviously everyone picked up waivers last night and everything. Um, I say some guys, I say some guys that like had the hype in in week one that you probably went after that won't go out like go into like another week. Someone like a Malcolm Brown, he's gonna be touchdown dependent. Uh, Peyton Barber, he had two touchdowns last 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 week. Did not really go about that. I do really want to talk about this guy, and this is an interesting one. I want to talk about Dallas Goddard real quick. So I picked him up. I picked so, him up because Kittle might be not playing. So I think Goddard is a solid tight end too. But um, the thing is, this whole Zach Ertz situation. Now, I kind of folded. It was 12.50, and I was thinking about grabbing Goddard as my backup tight end. As like a third tight end on my main team in League of Nations, because I am a Zach Ertz owner. I believe if you if you have Zach Ertz, I believe maybe buy low. Well, you can't really buy low. I don't know. He had a really good week one. Goddard. I feel like having a Goddard as your backup is very solid with Ertz. He goes down, you got a tight end one right there. But with them both healthy, I don't expect the same numbers every week. Ertz is still the superior tight end, but I think Goddard's pretty solid. Uh, I kind of. Kind of folded, not picking him up. It was literally 10 minutes before the game. I was like, should I just drop this backup defense for Goddard? And I didn't. And it mm-hmm, sucks, mm-hmm. but it's okay. At least I had it in my head, and I could, yeah. I could say I almost had you it. You almost had him. Um, I was one guy short on waivers to getting him, too. I know this is a weird person to say, but um, I talked about him in a sleeper Saturday one time. And, uh, yes... Stefan Diggs did go eight receptions for 86 yards, and yes, it was a Jets defense, but um, John Brown impressed me the way that he played. I'm pretty sure John Brown had over 100 yards, and it's a good two to have. It's not it's not that bad to just leave him on your bench just in case Diggs, get, Diggs gets hurt. I agree with that. We saw what John Brown did last year without Diggs, and um, he still performed pretty well this week. So basically, um, yeah, I guess that kind of wraps up the week one review. So uh, I think... Hopefully you guys did well in your week ones. I don't know if you guys listen to us about, you know, our starts and sits. Look at our Twitter and everything like that. Um, you should have done okay. Um, good luck next week. Yeah, man, just to back, uh, like, just to, like, carry off of that. I think um, you guys should really look into our Twitter. should uh, tune in on Instagram, too. Uh, I, I do post, like, three or four tweets a day about everything fantasy football and it's pretty fun content. Like, I, I I make some jokes. I drop some pipe bombs. I say some bold-ass <laughs> statements. Like, and I also, uh, not a lot of people tune into this, but I also put out uh, DraftKings, um, like, money lineups and shit. I, I, I could help you guys win a ton of money. Now, I'm about to get into that myself. And I'm going to talk about some DFS plays and everything with that. I think that's going to be pretty... Uh, like, I think you guys really want to see that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's be pretty good content. So I'm not doing DraftKings till I turn 21. But lucky for Chris, he's going to do it now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. This was the week one review. Uh, stay tuned for the week two. Uh, what was it? Preview. Preview, yes. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even think. Too much fantasy football. <laughs> all right, man. Let's wrap this up. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Justin. And this was the Fantasy Charger. <laughs>